This is Sudden Wealth Radio, the first and only broadcast that explores the financial, tax, legal, and psychological issues of Sudden Wealth. Your host, Robert Pagliarini, is the nation's leading Sudden Wealth financial advisor who has earned a national reputation for working with clients who have received windfall from inheritance, divorce, lawsuit, business sale, sports entertainment contracts, stock options, and the lottery. You may have seen Robert on Dr. Phil, Good Morning America, 2020, Katie Couric, or others. And now, here's your host of Sudden Wealth Radio, Robert Pagliarini. As a divorce financial advisor, I'm often brought in to work with a client who's going through a divorce, but I'm just as often brought in after a divorce. The newly divorced client is typically concerned about their finances and wants to make sure they have enough now and that they will have enough during retirement. Even very wealthy clients, those with millions of dollars after a divorce, have the same nagging questions and fears that keep them up at night. I've developed a checklist, and when I work with clients, I make sure that each and every single one of these following items is addressed. So with many divorces lasting a year or longer, uh, once the marital settlement agreement is reached, you probably are going to want relief from the paperwork, the lawyers, or even thinking about your finances. So this is a normal reaction, of course, but there are certain things you need to consider to make sure you're protected and that you're on the right track financially. So go through this list of 21 divorce financial tips to make sure that nothing slips through the cracks. And once you've completed it, you'll know that you'll have financial peace of mind and you'll be able to sleep like a baby. So tip number one after you get a divorce is cancel your joint accounts. So if you haven't already, cancel and close all joint accounts that you have with your ex-spouse. Joint accounts that remain open are liabilities that could come back to haunt you. The best thing that you need is to make sure that you're not on the hook after your ex-spouse runs up charges on credit cards or overdrafts a bank account. So what you need to do is you need to close these accounts immediately. If you currently have a balance on the account that cannot be paid off, maybe it's a credit card, instruct the credit card company that you want to suspend the account, but make sure that you're they're not allowed to run up any future charges. Confirm that the account cannot be reopened or unsuspended. Tip number two after you get a divorce is once you've closed those accounts, you've got to open new accounts. So depending on your situation, it may make sense to apply for new credit cards before you cancel your joint accounts. If you have marginal credit and do not have an emergency reserve of cash, Getting access to a credit card should be your priority. Now listen, I'm not one who advocates using credit cards, but I've seen what can happen in the short term if someone does not have sufficient assets to cover their rent, to buy food, or to pay for health care. Sometimes you need a small bridge loan after a divorce while you get back on your feet financially. A credit card can be that temporary bridge. And it's not just new credit cards you need to open. You may also need to open new bank accounts, investment accounts, etc. Make a list of the accounts that you had while you were married and seek to replace these as soon as possible. Tip number two, change beneficiaries. All right, I cannot overestimate 
the importance of this enough. You need to change the beneficiaries on your accounts. If you fail to do this, your ex-spouse could end up with your IRA, 401k, and other assets when you pass away. Changing beneficiary designations is an easy process that can usually be done with a simple form. Most forms will list a primary beneficiary and a contingent beneficiary. If you have a new living trust, which we'll talk about later, ask your estate attorney who should be listed as primary and contingent beneficiaries on your accounts. Tip number four, update your personal insurance coverage. Contact your insurance broker and update your automobile, homeowners, and umbrella liability coverage. Pay particular attention to the list of assets you scheduled on your homeowner's policy. Often, there will be jewelry, firearms, collectibles, and artwork that was listed but that you may no longer own. There is no sense in paying insurance premiums for assets that you don't own. For asset protection purposes, make sure you have an umbrella liability policy on yourself. These policies are very inexpensive and they're cheap asset protection for you and your family. Tip number five, create an emergency cash reserve. Now that you're single, it is more important than ever to have a cash safety net. Have six months of living expenses in cash and set it aside in a bank account. Or, because interest rates are so low, consider putting the money in an ultra short-term bond fund to get two, maybe three percent per year on your money. Tip number six, create an income safety net. One of the most common fears I hear from men and women alike after a divorce is that they feel financially vulnerable, that they don't have anyone to turn to if they get laid off or suffer a financial setback. One solution to consider is getting disability insurance on yourself. Now, disability insurance provides you with a monthly paycheck if you become injured or ill and cannot work. Unfortunately, it's not cheap, but it can provide peace of mind that your financial life will not be ruined if you suffer from a long-term disability. Tip number seven, check your credit score. During and after a divorce, you should check your credit score at all three credit bureaus. You can receive a free credit report, but keep in mind that you will get a credit report. You won't get your credit score for free. So if you can afford to buy your credit score from each credit bureau, I would recommend this as well. Now, if you see errors or other issues on the credit report, contact the bureau immediately and get these discrepancies resolved as they can impact your credit and cause you to pay more for loans, insurance, and can even make it difficult for you to get a new job or rent an apartment. Tip number eight, create a new estate plan. There is no better time to think about your estate plan than after a big life event. If you have children, you may need to update your will. But even if you don't have children, there may be many estate planning issues that still apply to you. Update or create a power of attorney for health care and finances, a living will, and other documents. If you had a living trust, work with your estate attorney to create a new trust. Tip number nine. Retitle assets in your name. 
Post-divorce, there may be many assets that need to be retitled. For example, if you owned your house in a trust with your spouse, you will want to retitle the house in your name personally or in the name of a new living trust that you create. Tip number 11. Run new tax projections. Immediately after a divorce, work with your CPA and do a new tax projection based on your income and deductions. Based on your new tax liability, you may need to change your withholding, pay more or less estimated taxes, and change your investments. For example, if you were in a high tax bracket with your spouse and owned tax-free municipal bonds, after your divorce, your taxes may be low enough that you'd actually be better off financially by selling the municipals and investing in taxable bonds. But run the analysis to make sure. Tip number 11. Analyze your investments. If your spouse did the investing, you may now own things that you aren't familiar with or that are not right for you. Do a deep analysis of each investment to see if it is prudent and makes sense for your risk tolerance and goals. Work with an independent investment advisor to help you create a new asset allocation that is appropriate for you and to analyze the tax consequences to sell and to look for replacement investments. Tip number 12. Create a new financial plan. Work with an independent financial planner to help you analyze your financial situation post-divorce so you know what you should be saving for retirement, what your budget should look like, and how to make the most financially of your new life. Tip 13. Create a new budget. If you cannot afford a full-fledged financial plan, create your own budget. List your income sources, for example, from work, marital support, child support, investments, and list your new expenses. Track what is coming and going so you can see how much you have to save and invest and how much you have to spend on those non-essential items. Tip 14. Set up a new filing system. Since you will have all new accounts, policies, and documents, there is no better time to create a new filing system. The time you spend designing the system in the beginning will pay off by helping you locate things quicker and by giving you the data and documents you need to make the best financial decisions. Tip 15. Consider using an online budgeting and tracking system. If you want to be able to see where you stand financially at any time, Consider using a website such as Mint.com or one of the others to track your expenses, income, assets, and liabilities in real time. The financial insecurity many newly divorced people feel can be lessened or even eliminated by having access to their financial world at a moment's notice. Tip 16. Hire a new financial team. If you are the quote-unquote out-spouse and that is the spouse who didn't have the relationship with the CPA, the financial advisor, attorney, insurance broker, etc., then you will need to create your own team. Start slowly. There is no rush. Ask your family law attorney for referrals. Use the website advisorfit.com to help you evaluate financial advisors you find. Tip 17. Update the Social Security Administration. 
If you change your name after a divorce, contact the Social Security Administration to update them with your new information. Tip 18. Check your safe, safe deposit box and rent a new one. You'd be surprised how often couples going through a divorce forget about the contents in their safe deposit box at their bank. Check what you have in your safe deposit box and then close the account. Consider getting a new safe deposit box at your bank if you have valuables that need to be secured. Tip 19. Along those same lines, buy a home safe. A home safe is an important part of any financial plan. If you didn't get the safe in the division of assets, get one to protect your valuables. Tip 20. Buy a new shredder. Identity theft is all too common and it can cost you thousands of dollars to resolve in addition to countless hours. Buy a good cross-cut shredder so you can destroy old credit cards, credit card offers, and other items you don't want to fall into the wrong hands. Finally, tip 21. Strip your computer of valuable information. If you shared a computer with your ex-spouse but are not taking it with you, use a program such as Eraser or Permanent Eraser, if you have a Mac, to destroy personal files and to be, make sure you also delete any personal information from your internet browser. So, that was a long list of financial tips that you should do after a divorce, but just tackle one at a time until you've addressed each of them. By completing the post-divorce financial checklist, you'll be on the right track financially and can rest assured you have done everything you can to take control and make the most of your finances. This was Sudden Wealth Radio. If you feel overwhelmed because of a recent windfall or are looking for better strategies to grow your assets, Robert and his firm have developed a national reputation for providing financial planning and investment management to clients globally. They are more than happy to answer any questions, big or small. So if you have a question about how they work or a question about your own situation, go to www.pacificawealth.com or email Robert directly at robert at pacificawealth.com. 